Welcome back to Dating Tales and Mating Fails with your co-host Trace Rossi. And your co-host Arya Mahendale. Arya, how's your week been? How's it been since the last time we recorded? Uh, since the last time we recorded. Well, I spent like two weeks celebrating my birthday. And the last thing we did was do a bar crawl. And I realized bar crawls are no fun when you're in a relationship. They're just no fun in general. Like, let's be clear about <laughs> but this. But especially when you're in a relationship. They were fun when I was single because I was on the prowl, but now they're not. Yeah, I feel like as a woman... You know what? We're getting too far into this. Before we go there, we're going to come back to that. We want to introduce our guest, Stephen with an M. Well, no, sorry. Stephen M. Not with an M. Stephen, say <laughs> hi. Hey, everyone. Yes, that's Stephen with an M, not with a PH. So, uh, Tracy, Aria, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Don't don't call me Tracy. <laughs> you know, that's not part of your thing. No, okay. Do Are we doing that? No, no we're continuing. No. <laughs> so how old are you, Stephen? I am 28 years old. Okay, so you've been to a bunch of bar crawls then. Not too, listen. I don't really go out too often, contrary to popular belief. So okay. not too many. Actually, you've been out quite a bit with me. Yes. So I'm special. <laughs> Yeah, don't take that for granted. I'm not going to. What do you What do you do, Stephen? What do I do for work or? Yeah. Uh, so in school, I studied architecture and design. Back when I was living in Jersey, I was doing a lot of retail architecture. Now here in Florida, I'm doing a lot of uh, landscape architectural design. And outside of work, I'm an artiste, if you will. So I do a lot of crafting and drawing and a bunch of random creative endeavors no yeah steven i've seen some of your work man it is top notch i appreciate it seriously ladies if you want his information i will give it to you whether or not he wants it (laughs) (laughs) let's uh give us a little fun fact about you something you know quirky something that you put on a dating profile that really makes you stand out so I think it's important to preface this uh, episode of the podcast that I haven't been on a date in maybe two, two and a half years. Okay. Is so there... some uh, you were saying? I was gonna say, is there a reason for that, or? See, now we're gonna go down the whole rabbit the rabbit hole of you know philosophical thinking stuff. But in short, it's just I'd rather be on my own for now and focus on myself. That's like you know the generic answer. Listen, I got you. I'm just telling you that this is a dating podcast. If you want to go down that rabbit hole, that's what this is for. And so if you don't want to, we can just go past that. If you want to delve into it, man, we're here for you. Nah, man, this is your podcast. You're driving this boat or ship, whatever vehicle we're in, and I'm just here for the ride, and I'm giving some directions along the way. Okay, let's, I mean, if you want to, hold on. (laughs) Okay, this one's off to a a bumpy start, but, you know, we just had a break. We had a long discussion. We're not talking about that, guys. We're not, it's way too dark for this. Um, so, next question. Aria, hit him with a question. Are you single or taken? Well, I guess the answer is you're single. Yeah, the how answer would be you, single. How long have you been single? I assume two years. Yeah, like two, two and a half years, something like that, yeah. So you were in a, in a relationship before everything? Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. And what's your, what's your sexual preference? Straight girls. You like straight girls? Preferably, yeah. Okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, some people are into weird things, man. Like some, there's some people that are into like married people, and that's kind of messed up. But you know, I actually dated two bi girls once, not at the same time. Oh. I didn't know, but it was just oh. you were like, okay. oh, that's cool. I didn't know. I was like, okay. Did anything stem from that afterwards? Like, did you guys like you know? 
with like another woman? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so like when you when was like when did you so you said you're 28? Yes, sir. When did you start dating? Well, I remember my first day, my first girlfriend. I believe I was 16. Oh wow! So that was 12 years ago. Yeah, something like that. That's like and like. Let's go into that. Like your first date. Like how did that all kind of come to be? You know, I'm the type of person that tries to avoid drama in my life, but somehow the drama tries to find me. Well, you know me, so <laughs> I, I do. So I I can see why. But um. I suppose it started from the whole family friend group. So, you know, you're going to some sort of family function and then people bring their own kids, their daughters, their sons, you know, everyone's partying. Uh, essentially, it's just someone has the jealous boyfriend that's not there and they see some random pictures and they're thinking, oh, who's that guy over there? And then causes them to break up. And then apparently they start dating me now. So stuff like that. Yeah. So that's how your first date happened? Yeah, very simple, right? No, not, not at all. That is a very complicated story. I that had more twists and turns than Lombard Street. Yeah, if you guys uh, Google Lombard Street, you'll look at that. And you'll be like, "That's a balls-on accurate depiction." Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan is uh, quivering in his boots right now. Exactly. Are you monogamous or poly? Uh, monogamous. Okay, that, that was a short answer. Uh, <laughs> if you had to guess, how many first dates would you say you've been on? How many first dates I've been on? Probably less than 10. Less than 10? Yeah, maybe 8. And so, how many of those turned into second dates? All of them. Really? Yeah, again, like, I'm not trying to play a numbers game, but for, for some reason, any, any date I've been on or relationship i pursued, I mean, it's gone a little further each time. It was never just one done every time. Oh wow, so you've never had a bad first date. A bad first, yeah, I guess I haven't really. I mean, I've had my share of like weird things, but not like horror stories where I'm like, oh my God, this terrible thing happened. No, Nothing I got like you, like, is this like, so do you know these women from like dating apps or did you know them in real life? Um, probably two thirds real life. I can't do math. Probably majority of them were in real life. A small portion would be from an app, and then the tiniest portion would be, um, like, seeing a random stranger on the street or at some random event. So, like, just, like, one or two people were just, like, random? Yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool. Like, so you are, like, a serial monogamist. Like, you don't jump into something unless you're, like, I see a future with this person. Exactly, yeah. I mean... I don't really have a switch where it's just, oh, I'm trying to mess with this person, and then done, or I want to marry this person, that's my pursuit. I'm more of like a weird combination of the two, where I'm just trying to see, you know, what can we get out of this? Not just me, but the other person, like, what can we both get from this? And then if it's just, you know, two dates, or maybe it's a year, you know? Yeah. So, like, so I mean, be- like, I guess... What would your dating philosophy be? I know that's not on these questions, so you might not have something prepared. But it dating. sounds like you have like a philosophy behind when you're looking for a mate. I think you hit the nail on the head there, but this can go many ways. But I think to try to make this episode, you know, not three hours long, uh, my philosophy on dating. So I think. Yeah, I just want to precede this by saying I think a core issue with a lot of people is that they don't really know what they want and that's what they date. Yeah. Versus what I'm saying is 
you should know what you want and therefore that's why you are dating, right? So in that regard, if I'm dating someone, I'm not thinking in my head or worrying about, oh, is this person gonna like me? What are they gonna think about me? So for me, my purpose on the date is the opposite. I'm wondering if I'm gonna like this person. So I'm giving them my time and I'm gonna see, okay, do I like you? And then let me talk to you, see what you've been through, then see if I like you or not. You're really seeing if it's worth it, you know? And like, that, that, that. Well, so, not really worth it. I mean, I really hate to kind of itemize people and then say, oh, this is not worth my time. Because everything is worth your time if yeah, you don't have but it. It's not worth pursuing would be the better term. Yes. Like, and so, like, when... Hold on, let me take these out of my pocket. Like, so, what about just random sex? Yes, no, is that something that you would ever do or have done? Like, without, you know, a first date, you just meet a girl and then you guys just scrump? So that's technically happened twice, but once was... I'm sorry, one led to dating them, one was like a random hookup, I guess you'd call it. Because that, that's still really foreign to me, so when that happened, I was like, oh... I got you. I mean, listen, man, I'm, the reason I'm asking is you're a very attractive man. Like, I want to say that. Like, you're jacked. You're a good-looking dude. It's just surprising to me that, you know, you're not just, like, screwing around. <laughs> I think you have all the capability to do that. That's what I'm getting at here. I mean, I'm still new to Florida, so I could <laughs> potentially form a new Steven, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, we can make a hard outer shell around your heart. <laughs> like mine <laughs> so how many relationships have you had so just to clarify when you say relationship are you saying boyfriend girlfriend yes five okay and how did you meet them they were all actually in person um, pre-existing friendships this yeah, is, that's the best way to do it. No, that is definitely... This is just really fascinating to me, because like, I think 95, 99% of men I talk to about this stuff, it's all dating apps. It's dating app, dating app, oh, dating, app, dating app, dating app, dating app. I mean, that's how I've cleaned up, is dating apps in my life. And so, But like, you're right, the way to really meet somebody is in person. The way that you really want to form an actual relationship is somebody that you see you have a connection and then you just are like are you single and you try to figure it out from there and see if you guys like each other that's where you're going to get the most true connection like it's i don't know man it's just, it's beautiful that's all i'm saying it's like your philosophy is beautiful to me and i don't want to tarnish it but also we have a podcast so i'm going to tarnish it <laughs> yeah, do, do your worst you'll you'll combat my wholesomeness with whatever it is you have to throw at me so you guys were friends before. Did it get awkward after you broke up? But uh, was it awkward in the friend group? What happened? There? Is that why you moved to Florida? <laughs> <laughs> no, not because of the pandemic. Not at all. It's because of girls. Yeah. Um, you know, I always want these ended relationships to end in, you know, platonic relationships. And I think I am in a position where it is the case. But I'm not going to randomly hit them up and have a random conversation, unfortunately, which. I kind of wish I could, but, now what am I saying? I could, but it's just not really in my interest to, but. But did you both stay in the friend group after? My first, my first relationship, which I do remember, uh, no. Cause I feel as though I had some serious foresight in that regard where 
I wasn't too close with a friend group, and I knew if I was going to be in a relationship with you, and then we broke off, I wasn't really going to talk to your friends because we didn't really talk in the first place. Mm-hmm. But, but, but that's smart. That's yeah. a smart move. College, though, however, that was a weird time. So that one, I want to say that was kind of the time where I actually lost, quote unquote, lost a friend group, which I thought they were going to be my, be my friends, but then due to the circumstances, it just kind of died off. That really. I've had stuff like that happen before, especially in college when, like, you're, like, a freshman or a sophomore. I feel like dating is such a weird, like, wild west to it, where, like, literally, nope. mm-hmm. like, a couple could break up and a whole friend group will just dissipate. I've seen it happen. It was fucking weird. It's just like, wait, why are none of us friends anymore? Like, this, these people weren't our glue. Like, <laughs> and high school never ends, man, even when you go to college. Bro, I mean, like, look, we, we hang out with, like, 20 of the same people on the reg. That's <laughs> fucking high school. Like, <laughs> regardless of what anybody says, we just recreate high school and I hate it. Um, <laughs> See, that's why you have to be the leader of a friend group, because then if you break up with someone, you can just kick them out of the group chat. No, it's true. That's why uh, that makes sense now. Why you leave that? What you do? <laughs> you, we're learning more about Aria right now than anybody else. So That's just, why on on the on the group chat, I always say, "Oh, so and so was kicked out of the group. Oh, so and so has left." I'm like, why is this happening? Now I now I know why. We all just don't like Aria. That's <laughs> so, ten first dates, ten second dates. Five relationships. How many people have you had sex with? All the relationship ones. All of them? All the relationships. Was, was it those five I told you? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, that's respectable. I like yeah. that, man. Like, Listen, if it happens, it happens. I'm not. I, that's not my priority. <laughs> I got you. See, that's always been my priority, but that's how I was raised, so... <laughs> And I always tell people, don't try to be me, because it's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, like, I know that you say you you never had any, like, bad dates, but, like, do you have any bad dating stories? Like, bad first dates, but do you have any bad dating stories? Or dating stories in general, if you don't have any bad Mm -hmm. ones. Uh, I mean, I can't say it's bad, it's just, it's a very typical thing but I guess I'm just still very bewildered by why this happens where um, you get ghosted yeah so I I genuinely don't understand that where I'm not sure if that's just me being completely you know out of my space where maybe I did something wrong but I'm just thinking no I didn't do anything wrong I was the I was the perfect gentleman yeah whatever but so it's a I guess tell the story about that it was actually uh, Bumble I was using Bumble and then I found this girl strangely enough we realized that we went to the same elementary school. Okay. But it was really weird because I knew she looked familiar and then her name was slightly different. But then I was like, wait a minute, are you? And then she said, yes, that's me. Like, oh my God. And then on the first day, um, she recommended me go to a Starbucks. I even brought my fifth grade yearbook, which I still had. And I'm like, look, you're right here and I'm right here. So <laughs> yeah, a lot of things like that. Um, so we both had that similarity, at least from, you know, growing up. And then... Even before that first day was over, she asked me on the second date. Yeah. She asked you. I was yeah, like, wow, really? you, you I was must like, have been uh, you must have been a really good first date. You, I guess so. So I was like very proud. I was like, oh, yeah, she likes me? Okay. Um, What's up? Game out the ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she was really into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and yeah. at that time, Endgame. 
was showing. Oh, so, wow, okay. Yeah, so I was like, oh, you want to watch Endgame together? Oh, yeah, sure. So ended up watching Endgame, and then we went on the third day, and then after that... Nothing? Just disappeared. Like, nothing went wrong. She even, like, kissed me at the end of the third day, and I was like, oh... She kissed you yeah. at the end of the third. Why, yeah, so I I so. why didn't you kiss her on the first or second day? Because, like I said, I'm I'm just feeling she didn't seem super interested. I mean, the whole second for her to, for her to go the on the second date, date. I was like, should have kissed her on the first okay. date. <laughs> yes, but like, given look, I'm not trying to make out at a Starbucks if I'm at a theater. Well, you watching can Endgame. Walk, go for, for a walk and right. walk her to her car. It, like, no, that's it's, true. no, exactly. So at the end of Endgame, it was pouring raining, right? So then I was rushing to get her home because she also had some sort of medical conditions where she had to take certain meds at a time. Gotcha. So I was like, oh, shoot, we got to go. So I'm like driving really fast in the rain. You know, I got the umbrella. I'm like holding the door like, okay, let's go home. And then it's like, oh, it was nice, nice hanging out with you, watching a movie or whatever. I forgot exactly what I said. And then from her body language, you know, I could I could see it coming. So I was like, okay. And then, you know, no, no, no. And then after that, just... I guess with with Thanos's snap, she disappeared too. It's <laughs> clean. Yeah, that's that's really fascinating. What I've noticed in my life is some women will ghost you, wanting you to continue to text her. I've seen that happen about four times to me, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like that is not who I am. I'm not going to be your bitch. Uh, that's really what it comes down to. So I mean, honestly, from if everything that you're saying is true. And it's not skewed from, you know, one person's view. It's, I mean, it seems like... Not that she made the right call, but she made the right decision for you. That Exactly, yeah. It wasn't, you know, the move. What do you think, Arya? Yeah, I would agree with that. I feel like you have something more to say. I think you're going to take her side on this. No, no, I agree with you. Oh, come on. <laughs> would have been better. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any other crazy dating stories, stuff like that? Yeah, it sounds really boring, but I mean, I think that's the craziest. I know you guys have some pretty wild tales, <laughs> so unfortunately, I'm not the excitement in this part of the episode. So. No, listen, man. I just really what this is about isn't necessarily your stories. Isn't necessarily you know how many people you've had sex with, stuff like that. This is just about figuring out kind of how different people view dating in the year that we're in. Because it is so different from person to person that you really talk to. It's from Texas, for example. When I put, if I put, I'm looking for something casual. Women just thought I was looking to have sex with them, and then maybe a couple more times. And that was it. That's all that keeping it casual was. Here, it means casually dating. Just like I'm keeping it casual. I'm gonna, you know, date around a lot, and that blew my friggin' mind. And that was, like, I switched over my profile to be like, I'm casual, because I thought, you know, that just means I'm hooking up. Matches out the friggin' wazoo. Like, and so it's, like, about kind of, the way that I view this is, like, we're, we're not necessarily, you know, trying to get crass. We're not, we just want to see philosophically where you're coming from. I, I respect that. Yeah. So, like, don't, you know, if you think, oh, this is not going down the, the road that we want, don't worry about it, man, because, like, we're here just to, you know, we're, we're your therapists today. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. We're really shitty at our job. <laughs> <laughs> but we're here to have a good time. We're here to figure it out. No, so, at least have free coffee in this therapy session. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> man, well, you still have to pay us, like, $40 each. 
<laughs> Along with my parking jeans. I know, right? We really, we really gouge you. Uh, <laughs> so what dating apps do you use? Uh, so the only dating app I have experienced was Bumble. Okay. And I know there's a, I think in your last episode of the podcast, or maybe in your first one, you mentioned uh, Cupid or... Okay, Cupid. Like, yeah, I never heard of that. I was like, what? The last thing I remember is like random infomercials of, hey, go to christiansmeat.com or like wait, wait what is this I, know you're so, like, I don't want any like, of that, that? <laughs> so um yeah that's my bumble which to my perspective is pretty neat because again I'm pretty sincere with how I'm dating so it's like if the girl wants to make the first move I mean that shows an initiative on their part and a big part of me is ensuring that they feel safe so if they feel comfortable enough to approach you to talk to you then that's cool versus you know, a bunch of vultures just swarming on the girl on other apps. Which, yeah. You know, I've heard, I know about Tinder, but I've never been on that. So it's kind of like. Tinder, uh, I'll say this, Tinder in like 2012, amazing. The best place. It was crazy. Tinder now, shitty. Ghost town. Not yeah. worth it. Yeah. Huh. yeah so, Tinder now is trailer trash. It's yeah. like the plenty of fish of dating apps. Exactly. Which <laughs> plenty of fish, plenty of fish is fucking dating app. It's funny as fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> like okay, Cupid is where you get the trash. Like, yeah. that's a, if you want like a girl that's gonna like do anything, you go on to okay, Cupid. You'll find somebody. You don't want to go on okay, Cupid. If I had a recommendation for you, I'd recommend two apps, and it would be Bumble and Hinge. Me too. Those were always my two favorites too. Bumble being at the top because women have more control and it sucks waiting around for the guy to text first. So. Mm -hmm. On top of that on Hinge, it's more about creating a connection from the start of it. Yeah. Where, by the way, we're not sponsored by Hinge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or Bumble. Yeah. It's about, you know, you, sit, you find something interesting that they say about themselves and you go, I like this about you. Tell me more, essentially. Yeah, they really. have good icebreaker questions. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. it really makes it for, you know, a stronger build off the top front. And I think that's something that you would you would like. But um, when it comes down to it, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you, because I think this is a fascinating thing with you having going from, you know, friendships to relationships. When do you see the relationships start to form? And then when do you finally ask them out? Like, how does that kind of meld from, like, the friend group, from somebody being a friend to somebody being somebody that you're, like, dating for you? Well, strangely enough, in my history, there, there's some weird chaos that happens, and then the weird byproduct that happens is, you know, me apparently going out with the person. But the flip side is, no, genuinely just taking my time and seeing how they are as a person outside of dating, and then just seeing if you know, that is someone that can actually, you know, vibe with, you know, how I live my daily life. So then you just go up to him and you're like, you're cool, let's go out on a date? Well, I probably wouldn't word like, as a, or, let's see, how would I word like, oh, hey, you know, we've been spending a lot of time together, I think you're really cool, would you want to... Go out. Just very straightforward. I'm not playing games here, man. No, so I know you're not. the word date. You don't, you're not oh. like, oh, you're not like, oh, we should hang out. It, yeah. Okay, that, yeah, so that's that's date. something maybe you guys can help clarify, too. But I, if I'm going to ask someone out on the date, which obviously hasn't happened in a while, but I'll say date. Yeah. Yeah, that's, if, that's if the I say, way to do it. If I'm you hanging out with you, anyone. there's a lot of ambiguity there. But yeah. in yeah. general, it's like, hey, we're hanging out. Like, that's... No, exactly. Yeah. It's like the last... You don't want to waste your time, yeah. so just use the word date. 
you know, the last thing that you want to do is have somebody think them the whole time. Is this a date? And then exactly. both people are thinking, is this a date? And nobody wants to ask, is it a date? <laughs> so they both shut up through the whole thing. And then nobody makes a move. And you're just like, it's, it's chaos, as you said. Now, I want to go back to this, though, because you said that literally chaos happens and then you get a girlfriend. What? <laughs> You need to you need to expand upon that you know one, what, buddy. You know, now that we're saying this out loud, I'm not sure if it's just something that I'm kind of like keeping in the back of my mind. But I feel like I always have bad luck with with not girls in as a whole. But if there's a girl that's taken, somehow the boyfriend gets jealous or something like that gets involved, and I'm genuinely like, "What am I doing? I'm not doing anything." <laughs> You're just kind of living your life. Yeah, I'm just like. Bro, what are you doing? Well, so first, that that first relationship I had, right, where that whole thing yeah. last happened. Now, how I was like sixteen, did I say? The boyfriend of my ex at the time, like he was a pretty tall dude, and I'm not trying to play, you know, the insecurity game where, oh, are you over six foot? This dude was like six five, six four. Yeah. So I'm like. <laughs> and you're you're, and you're looking down and you're jealous of little old me. <laughs> okay, how insecure are you, buddy? It's kinda like why why are you threatening to call the police on me? So. <laughs> That's funny, man. Well, as I said, you're a very attractive man. You're jacked, and you can also just like I've never seen somebody be able to scale a wall quite like you. So I, I think that those are all things that women find attractive in a man, especially the wall scaling. <laughs> Aria, back me up. Women are just like, mm, that guy can scale a wall, right? Sure. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, t- to build off on that, I mean, since Aria's here, hopefully you can kind of build off of this. Yes. Um, you know the very generic thing of girls liking the buff dude or whatever? In my opinion, again, prove me, tell me if I'm wrong, I feel as though it's more attractive for a guy to show that he is capable with his body in some way, whether it's you're in the gym building muscles, whether you're an athlete playing soccer, or maybe you're a very good dancer and then you know how to move your body. You're using your body to show something that you're good at. Not necessarily, you know, climbing up a building or showing that you're the biggest dude in the gym with no neck. Like you're showing this potential mate or whoever. You can use your body in a way that is, you know, both useful and beautiful at the same time. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's like when you're in third grade, all the girls like the guy who can run the fastest. <laughs> oh, look, he just touched the door frame with his slap. He's so tall. He's great. No, I, I, you know, to expand upon what you were saying, Victor, it's like I, I used to be in the gym a lot. Like, I was big. And, you know, the only people that ever complimented me were dudes. dudes. Like, <laughs> and I started to think to myself, I was like, Maybe this isn't the right way to get women, is to get big. Like, maybe, maybe that's not it. But I've also realized women will tell you what they want, and then they'll go after the exact opposite. So I don't even think women know what they want. But it's also very niche. So like, if you do become a Hulk, yeah. then there's going to be a small percentage of you know ladies that you know want that. I'm just going to say this. Most of those dudes, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody, and this is going to come off brash, but I feel like most of those dudes, once I get to a certain size, it's mostly dudes that they're going after. I don't know why that is, but that's what I've noticed, and it's really fascinating to me. It's because dudes can appreciate when a guy is jacked more because they know how much effort it takes to get to that point. But that's, that's a great but point. But that's <laughs> kind of why I'm partly attracted to, you know, like, not buff girls, but girls who are clearly fit. Not because of the shape or whatever, but... 
I understand what it takes, like the dedication required to be in that. And you can't just wake up one day and be like, I'm going to do this. You yeah. have to dedicate months, years to no, do that. Exactly. I remember somebody was telling me this story about like how some personal trainers get like morbidly obese people to start going to the gym where they say, the first thing that we want you to do is show up, then leave. That's it. Don't even, don't even work out. I want you to do that for two weeks. Yeah. And then they start doing that. It's like, okay, now I want you to do five minutes on the treadmill, then you can leave. And so they start, they slowly ease them into it over time. So their mind is getting used to this being a place that they're okay with. And then by the time that, you know, like a couple years in, they're absolutely ripped gym rats because they've developed into that. They've built themselves into it. And it isn't something that they just woke up one day and were like, I'm going to be a gym guy. They had to really transition their whole lifestyle over to mm-hmm. it. So, I don't know where I was going with that. Um, <laughs> so was, when you ask out girls in your friend group, how long are you friends before you make a move? Do you wait too long and in your friend zone? Do you have that fear? Or how long does it take usually? So, I can actually... I have a specific example for this one. So, of the people I... So, again, let me preface by saying this. Of all the dates and relationships I've been on, I have only, I've been the person to dump the person one time. So wow. the rest of the time I was dumped. This time I was the person that dumped them. And that person, that was like a new friend I made from a friend of a friend group. And I knew them for about a month. So wait, were you going out and then you dumped them or were they pursuing you and you were like, no? No, so after we became a thing, spend more time together yeah you know down the line yeah okay that's that's it's fascinating it's a really weird feeling i kind of felt bad no i'm with you on it dumping somebody that's why most guys are pussies now and they just uh ghost them (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) and it's like weird because i've seen people do that with like actual relationships like i'm done with this it's like you're such a little bitch dude just tell her that you're not feeling it anymore. I had to... There's this girl I was dating for three months. Everything was going perfectly. And I was like, I'm not going to love this woman. So like, I drove over to her house and I was like, Hey, we're breaking up. <laughs> Middle of a great relationship. <laughs> that really took her by surprise. And I was like, dude, I know what she wants. Like She, she pulled out a book. And she was like, this is what I want to read my fir- my future husband. I want to read this to you. And I was like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then it started to click. And I was like, this girl really wants to marry me. And I just don't think I'm into this girl. And we were only dating like three months. And like, well, th- that's what she's going for. I can't be that guy for her, you know. But I'm not a little bitch. <laughs> so I'm going to stand there. I'm going to tell her the issues. I'm going to be like, listen... I don't think that we should continue with this because we're about to go down a huge relationship with somebody that isn't going to love you. Why, the, why, why would we do that? I had to watch her throw out everything I ever bought her, everything that ever meant anything between the two of us right in front of me, and I dipped out. And I was like, well, that fucking hurt so bad. Then her mom called me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was just block, I was screening her mom's calls for like a week. <laughs> Finally, I answered it. She was like, you know, Trace, I originally wanted to call and yell at you, but I really sat down and thought about it, and you did the right thing. And I was like, thank you. You did the right thing. Maybe there could have been a different approach for sure, but 
you know, you're definitely displaying something which I feel like a lot of guys lack, which is uh, emotional maturity. And I'm not sure if that's just like an age gap thing or, you know, what kind of content they're consuming on social media nowadays, but they don't really know how to feel or in relation to something that happens like that. No, they don't. Um, I'm going to tell you this, though. I am emotionally a child, so I don't know. So thank you for that. That means well, a lot. I, okay, so say back that. to what I said in the beginning with most guys don't know what they want. Yeah. At least in this scenario, you knew what you want. Yeah. You knew what you didn't want. Yeah, exactly. That was really Versus, what it was. like, screw it. Let's let's see where this goes and then waste three years of this person's life. Yeah. You just cut it off at the beginning there and then it might have hurt, but I mean, that in a sense was kind of the best course of action to take, I think. No, 100%. I mean, that's really what it's about. Like, that pain that you either inflict upon yourself or somebody inflicts upon you is truly one of the most beautiful things in life and it's one of those things that oddly enough makes life worth living is not just love but not reciprocating love and having that happen and you know really getting the full range of human emotion that can be and if you don't experience that in your life there's something wrong mm -hmm. you you you're not going to be fulfilled in the long run because you're not going to be the person that you should be you need to know how you're going to re react to these things and you need to see it and you need to experience it and you need to feel it and that's the beautiful thing about love that's what really makes it worthwhile is so that when you finally do get that person there the person that truly loves you and truly feels you with all of their heart and just brings that warmth that you can come home to and they're going to hug you and say everything's going to be okay. That makes it so much fucking better. So much better. And I know this is just me going on about this, but it's one of the things that just... I know I talk a lot of shit about dating, but that's what makes it worth it. It's all of that right there. <laughs> I'm snapping out of respect. So what advice would you give guys who are like crushing on someone in their friend group? Like how soon should they ask out the person and how should they go about making a move? Ah, okay. So I think something that a lot of guys fail to acknowledge are the subtle signs that a girl likes them even if they haven't explicitly said it. So whether it be like eye contact or, you know, whatever um, body language you have. So step one is more of like step zero where you kind of have like um, a period before you even think about doing that. You, you kind of, you have to be able to read the room or at least try to analyze people, not in a technical way, but just, oh, do these people like me just occupying the same space as them? Are they turning towards me? Do they want to talk to me actively? So once you've established that, you know, this friend group kind of likes you or at least tolerates you, that's when, when you just start to become friendly. And then I guess it's similar to conversation on a dating app where, and I think you talked about this on a previous episode with, you know, how long till you ask them on a date. I think it's very similar, but probably sooner where if you're spending more than a week texting someone online, that's way too much time. Versus if you're in person, you you have the person there. You're no longer restricted to, you know, what kind of typos you can type on your screen or what pictures you can share. You have the person right there. So three, four days, if you've known the friend group for a couple weeks or a month, maybe. Like how much time, I think it really depends case by case of how, 
how much do you know this group of people based off of how often you spend time with them? Because I could spend one whole week with a group of people versus see them once a month, and that's completely different. Yeah. So if you saw these people once a month for a year... It's only 12 times. That's 12 times versus seeing them four times in one month. I'll argue you probably get more out of seeing them four times in one month. 100%. Because, you know, when you have that time in between, it doesn't give time for the cracks to start to show. They mend over them and they, you know, they they don't forgive, but they, they move past the things that they were, you know, holding on to. And then, you know, but when you're really there and you're seeing this person, you know, these people four or five times a month it uh you can start seeing the cracks begin to show yeah absolutely that's why it's important to you have to act immediately almost like you're not trying to play it cool and like okay i'll see i'll text you back a week later oh i'll see you next month even though i'm free tomorrow just listen you like them and you're interested just go for it but don't be a creep that's exactly it but also oh Oh, uh, I was just going to say, you said um, on dating apps, uh, a week is too long to wait and text and ask them out. So how long would you say on dating apps uh, would you wait before asking them out? I mean, I hate to quantify it, but I mean, I guess still a week would apply. And I can't say firm numbers just in comparison with seeing someone in person versus texting them online. Mm -hmm. I think that period in which you decide to ask him out should be lessened when you're in person versus online because it's going to take a lot more time unless you ask the right questions or you're very clear with what you have to ask on a dating app. And of course, how often are they going to reply? How soon are they going to reply? Like, yeah, people that will reply instantly and then those that will wait three days and it's kind of like, okay, you're either super busy, you're playing games, or you're just not interested in that person. It's always games. It's always, if they're going to respond, so this is a rule that I have. If she's still there, she's into you. So if she's responding, she's playing games. Why would she respond to somebody that she's not into? Yeah, a lot of girls don't have their notifications turned on on dating apps because if they did, they would just be blowing, mm-hmm. blowing up their phones all day. So, like, don't be surprised if they take a day or two or more to respond. It doesn't mean they're not interested. They just don't have their notifications on. That's a good point. I don't think that many guys realize that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Ari is sitting right next to me. Right now I say, hey, Ari, how you doing? <laughs> she doesn't respond to me. Then I'm concerned because yeah. you're right here, but I don't know what you're doing. I don't know, you know, where you're staying. I don't know your city, what work you're doing. Like, you, they have a life outside of this individual conversation that you're having. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to calm down with, oh my god, I got left on red. Oh, it's been one day. You know. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, <laughs> if they're if they're if you have their each other's numbers and they're texting you, then yeah, it would be weird if they didn't respond in a day. But on yeah. a dating app, it's not weird because they might not have their notifications mm-hmm. on. That makes sense. That's a very logical thing that you just said, and I'm mad I didn't think of that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm good at this, and I never even thought. Oh, well, you may be good, but you can always get better. I know. That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to crack the Florida code. It's different. <laughs> Every state has different code. And Texas's, I figured that one out. I kind of had a little bit of Virginia, and I just dipped out. Now it's Florida. Like, how do Florida women date? I'm not saying all Florida women date the same. Not, but I'm saying there's a there's a generality. 
that's what you're looking for. So what are some of the best or worst conversations you've had on dating apps? Best or worst conversation dating apps? Mm. Again, super boring, but uh, the girl that I dated and then she ended up ghosting me, I'm pretty sure how I set up my, my Bumble account at the time, I kind of leaned in more towards the humorous side of things. Mm -hmm. So I think in my description, or like a, like a hook, I guess, was, you know, someone that can reminisce on old 90s cartoons with me. I forgot exactly how I worded it. And then she responded, well, I guess when she was interested, she initiated a conversation by, like, talking about Rugrats or something. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it was just super wholesome that we were talking about, like, an old cartoon and then yeah. talking, you know, about that kind of stuff. Nothing super interesting, though, in terms of best first conversations or conversations well, without thinking of any worse ones. What about this? Like, have you ever had a conversation with somebody? Because a lot of yours really has come from real life. Yeah. In real life where you didn't think that the conversation was something that normally you would be like, wow, this person's amazing. But like when you were having the conversation with them, you're like, oh my God, this person, like I want to know more about them. I know conversations are a weird thing to remember. That's really what it comes down well, to. Well, if it's something memorable, then it'll be easy to remember. That's why if you're doing dating apps, it's easy to forget because half the time people are making stuff up or they're only providing highlights of their life, which quite frankly, that's kind of what dating apps are. You're pretty much just doing a resume and the company is, you know, X and X person and you're oh, just trying to... A hundred percent. And I think that's why a lot of guys don't realize that. It really, the funny thing is the girls... They don't really need that much of a resume. They've seen like a couple of pictures. That's it. They just need two pictures of themselves, and that's enough for me to be like, okay, well, that's a person. Name, um, <laughs> name gender, female. Done. 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 That's it. Done. That's it. That's right. It. Swipe that's it right. It. Swipe right. That's all your requirements. <laughs> that's it. Well, that's the bare minimum requirements. And uh, but yeah, like so, I, I get that. Let me let's go though a little bit, you know, deeper into this rabbit hole of weirdness. What's, like, the most awkward sexual encounter you've had? All right, this one I got a story for, actually. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Finally, some excitement. All right. Um, so I've never formally gotten a massage before. Like, a proper massage. You know, you go to a spa, yeah. they treat you well. And then one of my friends wanted to go. Like, a guy just usually, hey, you want to go to a massage? Sure. And then uh, I was asking, how does that go? And he's telling me the story of how those deep tissue, massa deep tissue massages go where... You know, you take off your clothes, they give you a towel, and then usually there's like a weird donut pillow or something where you put your face and then yeah. they just start, you know, cracking your back or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. cool, it's super exciting. So then he takes us to this place. I'm thinking, okay, this looks kind of weird, but you know, whatever. So you go in there and then we pay at the front desk or whatever. It's a pretty reasonable price for like an hour. Was it half an hour? Or something like that. An hour, normally. Anyway, so I see the robe on the bed, or, you know, whatever you call it, the plastic's on it. Okay, so I change my clothes, I wear my robe, and then the masseuse person comes in. And then, you know, I'm laying down there. They said to... I was laying on my back, because I thought they were going to go on my back first. But then they said, no, no, turn around. And they started massaging my leg. And then the question they asked me was, um, so are you just getting the massage, or do you want... And then she starts doing these questionable gestures. <laughs> and then, you have, to, you have to understand this. From my perspective, I'm there thinking, you know, I've had a lot of stress in my life. I think I could use a good <laughs> massage. Maybe you should get these, these notches out of my back. Yeah. 
And then I'm just there sitting, and then she says that, and then does all those motions. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then so, and then we weren't there supposed to be long because we had to meet friends after that. Yeah. So strangely enough, my friend that came with me was getting some weird vibes too. So then he just immediately started knocking on the door, and then we just got out of there. So you didn't get a, a bloge? No, I I didn't get any uh, intimate massages. No, but that was a very weird thing. I no listen. That sounds like. I guess if you were expecting it, it would be, you know, a normal yeah, like, story. Yeah, yeah, normal. But this one was just like, what? This was just like a random woman. Was a, What city was this? Where was this? Miami. Miami. What's the address? What's the name of the place? That's exactly the next part. Boys, we're going to figure this out. And then in the back of my mind, I was like, is this a common thing? Was this for me? Like, what is going on here? I, I think that, I, I, you know, um, something I tell a lot of friends... The, the stripper doesn't like you. <laughs> so I, I think it's a common thing is what I'm trying to get at. So you did not have a happy ending. No, we then found a new place where they gave proper massages. And then the nice lady, the nice lady walked on my back, heard cracks I never heard before, and I feel great. Aria, would you get a happy ending? Somebody just like fucking going to town? No. <laughs> okay, DJ? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even like regular massages. I don't like being touched by strangers. Unless they're hot. What? Well, yeah, obviously the person's hot in this scenario. What, you think I'm going to be like, oh, do you want Slagathor over here? Like, no, it's going to be, what if it's a handsome man? What if it's, what if it's like, a, I, I, what's your type? I mean, I'm gonna go off of your boyfriend, so like anemic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I would get a happy ending. <laughs> and you would clearly. <laughs> That's so mean. Uh, I love throwing shots at Tim when he's not here. What's he gonna do about it? <laughs> that was kind of anticlimactic. Like, I did not expect you to say yes to the happy ending, but this doesn't even count as an awkward sex story if no sex was involved. That is true. <laughs> Do you have any awkward sexual stories? What if I started making the music? <laughs> bow, ow, wow, wow. No, unfortunately, that's not going to change anything, no. Damn it. Just normally, what, what, what type of sex are you into? You know, that's a good question. <laughs> so, at first I thought I was pretty vanilla. Yeah. And then... Strangely enough, um, that one girl I told you the first time I dumped them, they were like the complete opposite on that spectrum. So that, that was like an interesting thing. I, you literally just said, I thought I was completely vanilla, and then you said, she was the exact opposite. What is that? You need, to, you need to elaborate, man. Steven, you need to get, you need to expand upon, these are fascinating ideas you're telling me. Yeah, so. <laughs> I get not okay so let me backtrack so the one girl that I'm referring to right how do I so the one thing in the relationship that she told me that she was concerned about was you know the, the sexy time you know yeah. so she was saying you know she likes it rough or you know however you want to decide to phrase it and then apparently I built up enough trust with her where she was like oh yeah we can do anal and apparently that was like her apex in like oh, yeah that was like her apex like oh she completely trusts me or whatever yes but, but that's why it was such a weird time for me because you're building up this trust with me but my trust for you is kind of going down that's funny that's real did you did you 
did you take a, a ride on the the stink train? <laughs> uh, no, I, I I did not. Okay. Uh, they got to the point where I was like, I'm I'm happy that you feel that much trust with me to you know to do this, but it's kind of like. Yeah, I'm losing I'm, my trust in you. You're now. like, I'm one foot out the door. Um, already? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're out there, like, explaining your cheeks for me, but I'm, like, already outside the door. Like, <laughs> she, she's giving you the back door key, and you're leaving. Yeah, I'm leaving out the, yeah, leaving out the front you're door. You're going for cigarettes, so you're not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, but so you're just mostly a vanilla guy, like, missionary. We need to have, like, a nice diagram that kind of overlays the levels of. Vanilla and what would be the not vanilla? Uh, like bondage, S and M. Right, knife, we need, we need knife like play, gunplay. Apparently, that's the thing somebody talked to me about. One of my friends had that on a date, and then they just dipped. Gunplay or knife play? Yeah, I was that's, like, that's where I that draw the line. Is, yeah. this is a knife. That's just I, I don't want to cut anybody. That's really what it comes exactly, down to. Yeah. Like I don't want to bring something that could be a murder weapon mm -hmm. into the bedroom. But also gunplay. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, <laughs> maybe I don't know what you'd do with it. So I'm gonna. That's a soft maybe. <laughs> well, if the guns are like really cold, ah, maybe. Yeah. Because metal. Mm. Yeah. Aria, would you get fucked with a gun? <laughs> I fantasize about that on the right. Yeah, but that's mostly just blowing your brains out. <laughs> <laughs> he wants a Venn diagram, is what he's saying. So, so where would sucking your toes fall in the Venn diagram? Is that a question for me or yeah, for you? Uh, not, for anyone? I don't. I'm not into feet. <laughs> uh, neither am I. But I suppose that would be more towards the vanilla side. The like, not really a Venn diagram. If it's like here is a straight up missionary. Here is like you're clad in leather belts and buckles with knives and guns. Yeah. I'd say if it was one through ten, that's probably like a four. But like, would you do that? Is the question. Like, is that something that you're into? Oh, I'm not interested, no. Dude, okay. I, don't think, I don't wear sandals. That's how much I'm not really into toes. Well, that's, yeah, I get what you're saying, but that, that's what we're trying to figure out is, like, where do you fall sexually? Like, what's your, what's your kink? On a scale I think, of one to ten. I think I, the thing is, I've still yet to find that threshold. That sounds like you do a lot, but also you're saying you do a little. <laughs> <laughs> you need to give me more, man. You need to, you need to expand once again. Just He's like, a five, is what he's you're a five. I'll go with five for now. Yeah. You like tying? Or are you are you more dominant or are you more submissive? Definitely dominant. Okay. You like to slap them around a little. I mean, I've done some tying in my day. Okay. Okay. And but he I, thinks he's vanilla. I know, no, that's right? why I was. That was with, again like the but the most recent. Were you into it? That's the question. Did you like it or were you doing it for her? There's a difference. Correct. I mean. I would. I feel like I would have enjoyed it if it wasn't for her. If it wasn't. If it was somebody else. You would be okay with it. Is what you're saying? Like you would enjoy it if it was somebody else. No, because that's why. Like, even with any sex, it's not really about the physical. It's about the mental being dominant in a relationship. Yeah, it's all. I've always so, said this, it's about power. So, if you want to do something to someone, right, and they're like 100% open, willing, like, there's a small degree of that where it's kind of like. Oh, I'm doing exactly what you want. That's there's no tension that kind of builds, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah it's, it's a little hard no, I get what you're saying. So what you 
what you like is to just like kind of figure out where the barrier is like like you treat it like jazz it's ever flowing it's not rock and roll where you're doing the same thing over and over again to like really more of like a key jazz is like you're feeling it out you're trying to figure out which way you're like oh we're going a little bit too far left let's go a little right now like you're like okay let's see let's see where what boundaries we can push mm. okay yeah i'm still super situational like it's not oh i'm like this now i'm gonna apply that to every single person it really varies depending on the person i guess no i'm with you on that i see what you're into like i see what you're saying so you're let me ask, are you more about receiving pleasure or giving pleasure? No, definitely giving. Okay. Yeah. You like a, you like to make the girl come? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm to be frank, that's, I'm, I guess personality-wise, I'm more of a giving person, so it's... Yeah. And then regardless, like, regardless, the guy's going to enjoy it. I feel like, you know, the ladies are going to have a harder time, too, so know, it's okay. a win-win, in my opinion sometimes you're right like I'm gonna enjoy it regardless yeah, regardless but like sometimes you don't even need penis and vagina sex sometimes it's just good to tie somebody to the bed and just get a vibrator and just put that shit right against their pussy and just go to town that way like no nobody. oh no I, I, thought, I thought you were building <laughs> you guys are both, no I mean that's like like shit like that you know like strap into a Sibian machine freaking hot wax over the body like or not necessarily you're doing anything but it's just like the things that you're doing to this person to bring them pleasure in such a unique way is um, is what's getting you off and then of course she'll suck your dick but <laughs> it's <laughs> like and I'm taking a drink <laughs> this is more me letting people know what I've done <laughs> we gotta wait for your episode <laughs> every episode is my episode I, I, I guess you're right <laughs> okay so what is your favorite thing about dating or being single favorite thing about Okay, I'll start off with being single first, because clearly that's what I am, so. Uh, I feel like being single is more difficult than being in a relationship. I mean, you know, people can debate about that all day long, you know, the give and take between each. But I'm saying it's more difficult to be single, and what I mean by that, it's more difficult to be satisfied with your own company, your own thoughts, your own time, because... You know, I'm sure we've had those late night thoughts when you're just laying in bed and you're thinking, oh shit, I'm just here by myself and your brain just starts going in different directions. So it's being able to kind of acknowledge your own existence and then being able to just understand you're fine how you are right now. Like you have yeah. shortcomings. You don't need another person to kind of, you know, justify, oh, you're like this for that. It's okay, blah, blah, blah. Like just being comfortable by yourself that is more rewarding than trying to seek those kind of affirmations from another person and that's a lot of a responsibility for the other person in my opinion yeah so that's the best part of being single now being in a relation wait was that the what was the second part of that question no, what's the the best part of being single what's the best part of being in a relationship the best part of being in a relationship um I mean, really, it's just... Well, your favorite thing, sorry. Favorite best, thing? Yeah. Honestly, I know, Ar I know Ari has been tired with that whole first date 
I know from the first episode you were yeah. referring to how oh all these 50 first dates or however how many you had tired of giving your life story to figure out these people whether or not you like them I'll kind of argue it's the opposite for me I mean I kind of like hearing about people's lives even yeah because you've no. only been on 10 dates <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> oh you're telling me that, that I gotta start upping my game that's you're, her, you're, you are right she, she threw some damn good shade at you <laughs> no that like, is a good point I needed that thank you so your favorite thing is getting to know somebody is from dating I guess getting to know them more than other people okay well like, I guess it's the intimacy yeah yeah that's really and that was that's a question that I've asked a few people of what's the difference between someone you're in a relationship with and your say your best friend so aside from the intimacy what's the difference because in my mind, I want to be able to tell these people anything. If I have an issue, I'll talk to them. If I'm happy, I want to talk to them. But once you start trying to make your way to the bedroom, that's different. But aside from that, what's the difference? Well, I think that the person that you're in a relationship with should be your best friend. I think that's kind of the goal of it. I'll argue that, actually. Really? Yeah. Cause Are you going to argue it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sure if Ari was in the job. I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> I think yes, they should be your best friend. You why think don't they yes? Why don't you think they should be your best friend? I still think that's too much responsibility built up <laughs> into one person. Like you know, you have your friends, you have your best friends, and you have you know the person that you come home to after a long day at work or whatever you're doing. If you put all of that into one person, what happens when they're gone and they're busy? You don't have anyone else. You should look into being Polly. <laughs> Polly. Polly. Polyamorous. Oh. <laughs> That is exactly what that is. Is like I'm not gonna put everything into one person because I I don't feel like one person could handle that. You think someone can? What I think truly for some people they can, for others they can't. I think that depending on where you are in life, I think at the end of the day, most people have a one person that they can that can handle all that for them. I mean, the fact of the matter is this. Let's say you married a woman and then you had to up and leave to I don't know uh, some random city in some small town in Minnesota okay that person's gonna have to be your everything because you don't know anybody in small town Minnesota person has to be your best friend that person has to be there be romantic be everything to fill that void in your life that's why you're bringing them with you you're not gonna bring your best bud your best bud has shit to do I, I see your point. I just I'm just not entirely sold on that though. Oh, listen, I get where you're. I, I understand where you're coming from. I'm not trying to argue with you. No, a heated yeah. debate is fine. It doesn't need to be an argument. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's just like because I completely understand what you're saying. Where it's like putting all of that on one person is putting too much on a person in a way where they have to be your everything, the one that just like takes your breath away essentially. It's a big thing, man. And that's, no, it is, yeah. That, that's mostly because of movies. <laughs> that's really <laughs> what it is. Movies and romance novels. Yeah, man, that, those Disney movies, man. These girls see one guy and they get married the same day. Yeah, man. That happens all the time. All the time. Every day. Have you ever been to Las Vegas? They literally have drive throughs that you can do that. <laughs> Stupid joke. What is, uh, what, what's, you know, you talked about your favorite things about dating and being single. What's your least favorite thing about it? 
probably meeting people and then they're not very transparent as we were talking about and they're still trying to play games yeah and I mean that's a little hard to find these days I feel as though being sincere and genuine with your own motives is something that's really not been very prevalent here well I think that it depends on what your motives are believe it or not no for sure because like and that's something I've realized here if you're more open about just wanting as I said be casually dating if you put that on your profile people are going to be more apt you look like you're about to you're, you're biting your tongue Arya <laughs> you literally went <laughs> but uh if no you, you're right be transparent on your dating profile yeah and I, th- I think it matters about what mating markets you're in and I think that's really what it comes down to it a lot is the market that you're in and the mm-hmm. people that you're looking for this is a more casual place this is where people go for vacation this is a place where generally people want to sleep around because that's kind of the I mean we're right next to Miami we're part of one of the richest cities in America like people have money they throw it around they want to you know just have a good time all the time mm-hmm. versus if you know if you're in Butte Montana like where you know it's population 20 it's like well we probably should have just like one person because I'm not going to fuck Jessica and Sarah that's about 50% of our town (laughs) (laughs) what's the best date you've been on uh, or most romantic gesture most romantic gesture alright this one was pretty cool Um, it was actually the relationship I had in college and I'd probably say that was my most successful relationship in terms of how much growth I've experienced but uh, so for a date idea was it even a date idea? It must have been my birthday or something, and it led to like a, an extravagant date. But yeah, uh, we took a day trip to some aquarium out of state, I believe. I think it was Maine. I, I really forget. It might have been. I, I honestly forgot the the state. That shows you how much I care. Right? Doesn't matter. But the whole purpose was um, we were going to spend the night at this aquarium where we would get like backstage access and we get to see all the animals and see how the displays and everything works. See how the animals are when they're not acting? Not, 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 no, it really wasn't about the animals. It was just about like the actual construction of like a zoo. Like imagine getting a backstage pass to a zoo and just seeing how everything works. No, I get it. That seems definitely like something you'd be into. Precisely because I was studying, you know, design and architecture. Yeah, no, like, like, her rationale was, Oh, let's do this. So that was a very, that's a very extremely thoughtful. Yeah. Thing. And then after that, we had um, an aquarium wine and dine thing, and then someone was showing us how to, not showing us, but they were giving one of those generic guided tours on painting. And all yeah, that all stuff. the stuff. The, the the reason that normally you'd pay the twenty dollars and go to the museum, uh, that go to the aquarium. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. No, I get that. Sounds honestly like a super thoughtful gift. Yeah, like, I never had someone kind of offer to go on a trip with me like that yeah so i mean i'm sure people like oh i've flown to italy or or you know whatever but yeah it's like, oh you wanted to take us here like oh that's great so exactly and it's like okay this is something that somebody really thought through yeah really said who is steven with an m and how can we how can i make this person feel special i like that which for me, is my standard of how I do things, which for some ladies, and for some people, it's not. <laughs> no, seriously, if you're trying to make someone feel special, yeah, you get specific with their interests and what they're into. Like to me, it's not rocket science. You know, you just kind of have to know the person and then try your best with that. Show some effort. No, exactly. I mean, that's all that it really comes down to. It's just putting in 
a little bit of effort to remember these things. You know, it's like I was talking to somebody and uh, I mentioned something that they brought up in one of our first conversations, and she was like, "You remembered that?" It's like, "Yeah, you told me." <laughs> like, I'm not gonna forget that about you. You're an awesome person, and I want to learn more. And like. I guess really what it comes down to is if you want to show that, if you put that extra effort, you know, and not think of these people as just women, but people, you know, it, it changes the whole dynamic yep. and it's... Completely. Yeah. Okay. Aria, thoughts? I agree with that. Next question, how soon do you sleep with uh, the person you're dating? And that might be different for people you meet in person who are pre-existing friends and people you meet online. So for both, how soon do you sleep with them generally? Again, so it's a little weird in my case because that's not really my main motive. So I'm only responding in terms of my own experiences of mm -hmm. what's happened to me. Yeah. So in my cases, I feel like it's within a month. Okay, wow. Yeah, that's uh, quite a while. Even with the people that you were pre-existing friends with? Yeah. So it's the same for both, online and pre-existing friends. Yeah, pretty much. Do you... I'm not trying to be rude with this. This is a general question. Do you think that that... might turn women away from you, though? Because you're not showing physical interest in them? Wait, so is this kind of like a separate question you're saying? Well, I'm, it, I'm honestly just expanding upon what you're saying. Like that you're, oh, sorry, that? That you're saying that it takes like nor a lot because you said you wait like a month. And I've had it where, you know, I've went out with a girl like, you know, a few times. And because I was afraid to make a move when I was younger, they thought I wasn't interested in them that way. Mm. And so I'm just wondering if it's, you know, taking that, if it takes a month, if you've, if you've seen that as like a hindrance or, you know, something like that. Gotcha. Uh, so I think it's a little sad to say, but I feel like your inclination to have sex with someone is different than your attraction towards them sometimes. Yeah. Or it's like, you can be attracted to someone, but that doesn't mean you want to sleep with them. Or for some reason you could, not that I've had this, but I feel like if this person isn't your ideal person, you could still probably try to sleep with them even though you're not attracted to them because you want something that's not necessarily tied to how they look, I guess. Yeah. So, in terms of, let's say you're on a date and then it's been a month or whatever, a lot of time has passed. You're, you're suggesting that that might be a turn off to them because, oh, why are you waiting all this time? Should yeah, be it's like, like and I'm, uh, once again, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm literally no. just asking. It's like when you were talking about the, the girl that ghosted you yeah. after she kissed you, you said the response that you had to that was, oh, this is happening. Uh, <laughs> do you think maybe she felt that and that's maybe why she might have ghosted or? Oh, no. Uh, no, not all. I, I wasn't. When I said, oh, this is happening, like, I, again, like, I had a great time with her, yeah. and I was going to, but, again, by telling by the body languages, or it, that, it, oh, it, okay, that okay. was going to happen. No, yeah. I, sorry, sorry if I'm just, like, I'm just curious, I'm just Yeah, asking. no, I'm just trying to elaborate to yeah, yeah, yeah. idea of my situation. Okay. Um, but to say that was a turnoff, um, I don't think so, because we still chatted for a little bit after that, and then just disappeared. I got you. Aria, what do you think? Um, she might have felt like 
because you didn't initiate the kiss or anything physical, she might have felt like you weren't a girl like that. I don't know. I do... Okay, so one thing I didn't mention. I feel like I'm pretty good at predicting things. So I predicted that would happen. Yeah. Or at least she goes or you wouldn't be a thing. She was also getting her uh, master's degree. Gotcha. Okay. So immediately at the top of my head, again, me being me, I'm like, okay, I'm clearly not the priority here, but she still wants to spend time with me. So I accept that. I got okay. you. And you don't want to just... So be... if she ghosted, I'm like, why did she ghost me? No, listen, no. You, you're pursuing a master's for yeah. something you're passionate about. Fine, screw me. That's fine. I understand it. I mean, I prefer if you said something. You're such a good guy. <laughs> I'm leaving you. Come on, ladies. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We took a break to go to the bathroom, and we were just talking, and I just need to clarify this to them. Okay, yes. So there was a point where I had seven women were, that were down for ten women and me to have an orgy together. It took years of trying to put together, <laughs> and it was only basically from the start of it, I was like, well... If we could get, if I could get ten women and you're one of them, would you be okay with being one of the ten women? They're like, yeah, of course. And I, you know, I still reach out to them after we were done fucking around for a while. They were all still down for it. I got to seven women, and I got into a relationship. I threw all that fucking shit out the window. <laughs> then I moved the fuck away, and I fucking lost all their fucking shit. But yeah, I had seven women that were down. You know, logistically, how hard it was to even get those women. Like, it, just to get them to the same place at once was going to be hell. But like, I was down to do that because. I needed to see what that would be like because I would never. Here's why, why, how I, the reason why it was ten women at once. I've said this a million times. I wouldn't ever pay for just one prostitute because I can have sex with a random woman, but I don't think I could have sex with ten women at once. So I would pay for ten prostitutes because that isn't something that I think feasibly I could do. But if I could have done that, Aria, <laughs> if I could have done that. My ego <laughs> would have been too big. I would have floated away. Well, why don't you get a plane ticket back? If That sounds like it's worth a, the price of a plane ticket. Because I don't have any of their content. It's been years since I've reached out to them. You know how hard it was just to keep that track? Like I, I should have put it together a Google yeah. Doc or something. Excel. That's exactly. I'm starting from ground zero. You got the first place after you moved. Like, <laughs> Why did Because I was in a relationship with a girl. I got out of it. I went, meh, meh, meh. And then, you know what happened? COVID hit. I moved out to Florida. My dad got cancer. Now I'm here today filming this podcast. <laughs> you were working on this for years. Years! You were like, hey, would you be down to have an orgy with a bunch of other women? No, it was they after we had sex I'd bring this up to them. <laughs> I'd be like, you thought that was good. Well, would you try it with ten other women? Upselling. Right. <laughs> I'm really surprised that seven women said yes to this. They probably they were probably joking and assumed it was never gonna happen, which it didn't. <laughs> and I was goddamn close. But no, they were actually all like, yes. That I, if I could be a part of that, that sounds actually kind of amazing. <laughs> so it was. You also need a very specific type of woman for that. Yeah, I'm surprised you found seven. I know, I am too. You should have just formed a WhatsApp group chat. I didn't know about WhatsApp, Aria. Yes, you are a hundred percent right on that. That that's there's a lot of things I should have done in my life. I should have bought Bitcoin back in 2008 when I read about it. Didn't do that. Now look at where we are today, filming this podcast. I guess recording is the right term.
<laughs> then you would have had to deal with scheduling, and then you would be like, you know what? I will buy Calendly. Let's all select the time that works for us. <laughs> we're treating honestly at that point it does become like best just to treat it like a business meeting it's like oh jessica can't make it on tuesday let's plan this let's thing another month out oh my gosh sarah got covid does she have anybody that can replace her <laughs> so yeah that's <laughs> podcasting you gotta love it you see so that's the story about how I almost had sex with ten women at once. <laughs> Could be an episode all on its own. I, I, I don't even. It's been so long. I, I, I don't even you remember half those girls' faces. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to find. I don't know their names it's anymore. The internet. Once you put something there, it's there forever. I mean, that's true. Like, listen, if any of you guys are hearing this, you know what? Even if you're not part of that original attack <laughs> and you want to join in. <laughs> Reach out to us. I think, I think our, our, our emails are attached to this. And if not, it's uh, TraceRossi1992 at gmail.com. And yeah, if you're a woman that wants to be part of 10 women and me, uh, just so you guys know, I'm 11 feet tall. I am jacked out the wazoo. I just I look like a bronze god is really it. And just like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm fat. <laughs> I've said that multiple times. Serious inquiries only, though. Yeah, if you guys want to be a part of a really interesting scenario, let's do it. Anyway, back to the regular podcast. Uh, yeah, they can Steven. all be on for an episode, and you can interview them virtually at the same time. I don't even know where to find... Guys, I don't think... <sighs> There's a will, there's a way. <laughs> yeah, find, them on, find them on Facebook. I don't even remember half their faces. <laughs> this could just be anybody. I remember maybe like three of them. Like, you would think this is something you would remember. Like, why? I remember the story. <laughs> this was over a hundred women? This was your dream and you don't even remember their names. They're like, hey, I'm down to have sex with you and multiple women. And you don't make it a point to remember their names. I think I names. made it clear <laughs> in the middle of this episode. I used to not think of them as people. <laughs> I think I said that and I was like, this is what you shouldn't do. Because they are people. They're wonderful people. That was the thing I was missing my whole life, is just yes. being like, oh, they're people. They're not just sex objects. <laughs> I'm going to get canceled for this, aren't I? <laughs> we all know you were a whore. I know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, Stephen, what are your views on giving oral? Could you elaborate a little bit? <laughs> are you into it? Are you against it? Do you like eating the pussy? What do you like about the taco? Do you like it shaved? Do you like it with a little bit of hair on it? <laughs> Maybe a little bit of a, of a landing strip leading up to it, you know? Just so you can up it, up it, get her going, ooh. You know, that was surprisingly detailed and I was not prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm visually processing all of what you just said. <laughs> I'm in it, baby! <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't mind it. I don't really have a strong preference, but I feel as though if you're a dude and you're kind of demanding that out of, out of the girl, I mean, you should kind of, like, it's a give and take, you. you know? It's not like, come on. <laughs> it's like you have to. I'm with you. Kind of share, but no, no huge preference in that regard, I guess. So, like, it's, it's not something that, like, you would openly offer, 
but it is something that if you were to do something, if you were to ask for a bloge, you would oblige to return the favor. Yeah, or if it comes down to it, like, I mean, I'd initiate it too. Just like in the middle of foreplay, or you yeah. just like fucking just be like, hold on, babe, I need to get down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. So what you, let me ask you this, though, because like, do you get pleasure from it? It's kind of similar to what Ari was talking about earlier on, where, I mean, there there is pleasure, to, again. That, that wasn't sure. recorded, that part of the conversation, <laughs> just so you know. We were not recording that. No, um, she was saying how, in the form of feeling pleasure, there is oh. pleasure in giving. Yes. Right? You said something yes. at the very beginning, yeah. Yes. So, I mean, I, I agree with that. Okay, well, do you think women get off by giving blowjobs? In my experience, I don't think so. Okay. I could be wrong. Again, I've been on many dates, as you're aware, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just something I've been thinking about. I wanted to throw this in, because, I mean, I have a platform to ask people this, so, like, I'm asking it. That's my that's my question that I'm going to keep on asking until I get an answer from a woman saying, yes, I love giving blowjobs. And then the podcast will end for a few minutes. <laughs> Aria can take a cigarette break. And <laughs> <laughs> Then I'll need a cigarette break. It'll be a great time. <laughs> what is the funniest or weirdest way you've slept with someone or gotten them to sleep with you? Oh, yeah. Funniest way. Could I counter that with a wholesome way I got a person's number? Sure. All right, so here you, you you guys can feel free to steal this. And again, this say, isn't. I'm just gonna say, of course you can. Of course you can, Stephen. You're absolutely adorable. How are you single? You're just such a. I don't. Such a wholesome guy. You're like the one person I'm like. You know what? I don't want to try to corrupt this person. He's so nice. He's such a you good can, dude. You can try. I don't want it. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't want to corrupt you. You're great. Right, so, I've only told a few people this, and it's not really. A, it's not a big deal. It's just some weird thing that I do. So. Whenever you're out in the city or downtown or vacation or whatever, you see a group of people trying to take a selfie. Yeah. And in my, and you know, coming from a photographer's perspective, right? I'm just imagining what kind of blurry ass photo did they take? Is there a thumb there, like in the upper left corner or whatever? So every time I see a group of people struggling to take a photo, a group photo, which involves them trying an awkward, try, them trying to take an awkward selfie, or one person is left out of the group and they're taking a photo, I'm gonna hop in and say. Hey, do you guys want someone to take your photo? I can, and then ninety-nine percent of the time, I'm given that opportunity, and I—that's all I'm just trying to make their time, their visit there, just a little more enjoyable. Sometimes, I, I was at the beach. I saw a married couple and their kid. They were trying to take a photo. I took a photo of them. Um, some random guys—they looked like douchebags, but it didn't really matter. It's like, hey, you guys want a photo? Give me a photo. So I only bring this up. So um, this is maybe a couple, a month ago, actually, downtown. A group of relatively attractive girls. I didn't really think anything of it. I just saw them. One person was left out. So I said, hey, you need someone to take your picture? And then she was hesitant at first, actually. She was like, you're not going to run away with my phone as soon as I give it to you, right? Well, I mean, was I going to say yes? No, no. <laughs> if, I, if I was, I'm not going to say yes. I'm just going to say no. And then yeah. Like, so. That's exactly how I would have answered that, though. I'd be like, well, is that really, like, that's not even am a good I, way. No, am I going to do that to you? No, of course not. And right. then I take it. And then I gesture that I'm about to give it to them, and then I pretend to run away, and then they're like, oh, and then I come back. And I'm just kidding. I give them the phone, 
and then I walk up the stairs in downtown, and then I'm actually texting the group that I was with, like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm at the place, I'm just waiting for you. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, I hear, like, excuse me, and then it's one of the girls there. And then she was like, oh, you're really cute, are you single? Can I have your number? And I was like, okay, that's Swear. great. Steven, I told you, you're an attractive guy. Listen, I'm just trying to be a good dude, all right? That's my life strategy is to be nice, man. That's all it is. There's no smoking me. I know. That's it's great. That's why I don't want to corrupt you. It's great. I know. This isn't even a story of how you got someone's number. It's a story about... Somebody got number. your number. Somebody said, wow. <laughs> you're, you're like the guy where like, a girl gets off the bus in New York City for the first time and she could either go left and meet me or go right and meet you and <laughs> everybody's rooting that she goes right <laughs> okay so what is the biggest age gap between you and someone you hooked up with oh that's a good question i always question that because it's really weird when you're talking about people in their 30s and 40s versus let's say someone's out of college and then you're dealing with like a freshman or a senior, so I'm not sure where you guys fall into that perspective. But for me, I think years. So you're a four year old dating a ten year old. That's not really a good look. So it, uh, it depends was, on like how. Twenty six dating somebody in their fifties. Well, not dating. Oh just... right, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, for me though, it wasn't that big. I think it was four. Four, definitely four. Okay. But I mean, that it also depends on. At what point are you in life? Are you from college, from high school, yeah. or post college? Now you're working. So what, but for me, that was. Boring. How old were you at the time? Um, because you're right. If you were 16, that's well, that's right. Well, that one, that was a year older than me, I believe. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so that was. 16, what about 16. so the the four year difference? Was it like you know? That one was 26, 22. So you 26, were 26, she was 22. Yeah. Nice, robbing the cradle. <laughs> <laughs> Little lady killer here. <laughs> Next question, this is a two-part question. Sure. How do you reject people and how do you handle rejection? Alright, so let's start off with handling rejection because I have an immediate answer for that. <laughs> so, I mean, as I said earlier in the podcast, if I'm dating someone or I'm spending time with someone, it's not a matter of me trying to convince them, oh, like me, I'm a great person. It's it's the opposite for me. It's, hey, I'm going to hang out with this person. I'm going to see if I like them. So if I am on a date with someone and I get rejected, you'd be like, oh, this person isn't into me. If they said yes, they're lying, and now I'm going into something where I'm going to be miserable in the future. So I'd rather you tell me in the beginning and kind of accept and embrace the idea that they now kind of did you a favor. Do you really want that yes to go out with them just for that false affirmation that you got someone? No, so I'd rather just, whatever the outcome is, you kind of just have to accept it. Yeah. Whatever happens, you have to love what happens pretty much. So for actually rejecting someone, now that's a little bit more of a tough question here. How do you reject someone? I feel like you've rejected plenty of people. <laughs> like, as I've said, you are, you're an attractive man. He's an attractive man, right? Yes, but guys are usually the ones getting rejected. That is true. I mean, I, don't really, I honestly don't think I've rejected someone, but if I were to reject someone, 
Again, I just can't be a dick about it. it. Again, it's just being honest with the whole thing. It's, hey, I appreciate the time we had together, whatever we did. I didn't really see anything fruitful out of this, but I'm glad we had this opportunity, and I, you know, wish you the best going forward. I mean, it's nothing really. I got you. Do you want to do some role playing? Either <laughs> Aria will be the girl, and you'll be you, or I'll be the girl. Sure, I, I think Aria would enjoy more as a spectator. So <laughs> sure, okay, <laughs> okay. Steven, I had such a great time with you. I just, I would love to try to bring this further. <laughs> You're laughing at me. Why would you do that? Uh, uh, I have to tell you, um, I've never had anyone that felt so comfortable to tell me that. And I think it's only deserve. You're only deserving that I give you the same feelings back. And I have to tell you, I appreciate the time we had together. But if I'm being honest with you, I don't want to waste your time. So. I don't think we should pursue anything further because I don't think I would add much benefit towards you down the line. Asshole. <laughs> All right, see you later. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Tracy. <laughs> see, it's the one time I'll give me called Tracy. <laughs> okay, and now is the time of the podcast where we take a look at your dating profile. Do you have one? Oh, gee, no, I don't remember. It's been a year. Like, I don't have it anymore, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we can't do that anymore. <laughs> Dang. Okay, what is uh, some advice you would give people for making a good dating profile? So, uh, unfortunately, what we were alluding to earlier in the podcast was that dating apps are essentially your resumes for companies, but in this case, your resume is... Your resume is comprised of words and photos that describe the best qualities of you. So, firstly, you have to again, you have to know what you what you want, and your profile should then reflect that. But obviously, if you're someone that's you know, I'm not hating on anyone that's you know into this kind of stuff like Dungeons and Dragons and you know generic nerd culture stuff where. It's very niche, and then people really aren't into it. I mean, Trace is taking this personally. I'm fine with it. I think he's wrong, is what he's saying. But. No, I'm saying there's there's a delicate balance between being interesting and also showing what you really are interested in. Yeah. So tips. Um, so again, from my experience, and I, I wish I had my profile to show, which unfortunately I don't. But I really. I'm not a funny person, okay? Like, straight up. Like, I'll say funny things. I think I'm funny, but yeah. I'm not going to use that as my crutch to try to attract people. Like, I'm not really about one-liner. I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> offended? My, my opening picture is me doing stand-ups. <laughs> That's all that I do to bring people in. <laughs> no, but you don't... When, so, if someone was to look at that picture, do they know you're doing stand-up? Yeah. Why? Hold on. Because Wait, is this the one I took... Yeah. It says improv in the background. Yeah, it's me okay. doing stand-up. I don't know what else to tell you. It's No, I didn't know if you had... Like, I'm just imagining a blank curtain in the background. <laughs> yeah, he's clearly doing stand-up in this Yeah, yeah, that one, yeah. <laughs> no, but that's interesting. Like, you're on stage in front of a crowd. Yeah. No, Public speaking just, is one of the greatest I, fears. I know, I was just teasing. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> that's my opening photo, is me doing stand-up. <laughs> no, but that's a uh, part of you, stand-up. Yeah. You and Arya stand up, so yeah. that's yeah. good. You should show that. Yeah. For me, I, I mean, no, I got you. Things, but it's don't. So basically, what you're saying is, 
be true to who you are. Don't try to be somebody that you're not. Yeah, but it's not like you don't want to overwhelm the person by you know telling them every little detail about you. And so the same should reflect also in the images you share. Where if you have something that's very very intimate to you, maybe you don't want to show that at the beginning, and then you know as they get to know you better, share that. So try to just use images that kind of show that you are interesting in your first encounters. So yeah. You know, obviously a photo of your face, um, don't try to hide anything. I think this is pretty generic stuff, but you want to show as best as you can, you know, not catfishing people. So you obviously want to show, you know, your whole body, your face, um, some sort of activity with friends that shows that you are social. You're not just a single creep online trying to get people. Really, the way I see social media and like all these dating apps, you're really just trying to one-for-one one replicate how you are in real life, unless you really are trying to make a fake persona about yourself, and that you know I have, I have no words on that. So, I gotcha. That being said, um, you kind of need pictures of yourself, right? Yeah. So, I think that's a big struggle. I, I've seen that. If I remember correctly, girls kind of, for the most part, they'll have people to take pictures for them. You don't really have a lot of people. You know, getting pictures of other people so no uh, that, I think I've brought this up on the podcast before it's on episodes that aren't released yet uh, that it guys need to ask their bros to take photos of them if they're looking good it comes off very uh, in guy culture but if you do it you're gonna have such a stronger dating profile that's why most guys have a picture uh, of them holding a fish in their photo and in, in their profile it's not because they're these massive fishermen most of the time it's because it's the only photo that they have that somebody took of them that's recent so that's why a lot of guys do that it's not them being like yeah i mean of course they they have that other thing in their head the guy brain where they're like i'm a provider i have fish <laughs> but and they, they look good in it because somebody took a photo of them and took the time to figure out that you know they're gonna take a little bit of, nobody just is like oh take a photo of me no, like they, they, they line it up. They get it done right. They try to at least. It's a better photo than what you do as a selfie. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Yes, I would agree with that. And again, as we were talking about earlier, it's about you know putting in effort. So don't just go through your camera roll and like, oh, here's an old photo from three years ago. This is, this is going to work right now. I mean, if you're being very serious about building your presence on whatever dating app, you kind of need to be relevant to the current time right now. So yeah. this isn't... 2012 I don't need your old photo of you from that one time you went to prom or you know whatever uh, I have a few photos of me from like six years ago <laughs> do you look the same yeah I think so I mean if you look the same I mean I guess that's somebody told me though a few of them looked like obviously older photos like that one yes yeah. that is obviously an older photo yeah mm. well like I don't think it's a bad photo because there's like that from like a couple of years ago I just don't take that many photos of myself and there's that this year you were there for that one yes listen guys these are all photos of me throughout different time periods of my life <laughs> i don't know how else to describe it i know it's a visual thing on an audio podcast uh so sorry about that <laughs> what are some things girls should not do on dating apps things girls should not do on dating apps hmm You can say be interesting, because a lot of girls on Bumble will hit you with just hey, I'm guessing. Well, that's, you said shouldn't do. 
<laughs> no, if I mean if they, so Bumble being the platform that prioritizes you know the girls initiating conversation. If you just say hey, I mean that can go a lot of ways. I mean, oh, you're not gonna say hey, I like your profile. I noticed blah 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 about this. Yeah. What do you feel about blah blah blah? And then stemming some sort of conversation off of that. If they're just saying hey. That could have easily been, oh, you're going to work, I'm out to drive, oh, I got this notification, hey, and then you drive, and then, like, that doesn't really show much interest up, up front. I mean, that yeah. could be completely wrong. No, and I... But, I, but you're still going to respond. Would you respond to that? I never leave people just on red. So, whatever the response is, you have to respond at least something, all right? No matter what you give me, I'm going to give something more back, so... I got you. If it's just a hey... Yeah, you're not going to say hey back, because then you're just having a boring off. Exactly. Um, but I'll... So if an un, a quote-unquote unattractive person just says hey, versus a very attractive person to you says hey, unfortunately, there's going to be a little bit of a discrepancy there, where you may be inclined to have more in-depth conversation with someone. Yeah. But it also depends on... I don't know about you, but I actually read... <laughs> I don't just see pictures. I actually read the material, so... I, 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 I read too. it. Yeah, like, I want to know who this person is. Also, I've realized that, you know, sometimes people are born other genders, and I just want to know that <laughs> beforehand. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be misgendering people. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I'm 100% with you on that. But, uh... No, I'm with, my thing about the hey, honestly, is, and th you guys might say, no, you're wrong, is if you just send me hey on Bumble, you probably deserve all the dick pics that you're getting. Uh, <laughs> I don't support this. Because... You do deserve dick pics. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Hear, hear me out here. Because what's the point of Bumble? The point of Bumble is to make sure that all the guys aren't creeps that are you're trying to start a conversation it's the girl has the ability to start if she's just saying hey it's like okay well you're not filtering anybody out you're just saying hey like what the fuck like yeah when did that guy just come back and he's just like eh, well do you want to see my penis is that an okay question to ask after that no that's never an okay question <laughs> that's always an okay question to ask I ask everybody that question in any context Maybe ever. Maybe if you're in a relationship with them, but not on the second message. <laughs> I'm just saying. If you're just saying, hey, on Bumble as your opener, <laughs> start the conversation, lead it somewhere. Yes, be interesting. I'll take the reins after that. So, again, this goes back to uh, your original question of what yes. girls shouldn't do. But yes. this also goes, again, specifically towards me. So, again, firstly, you have to know what you want, and I'm not trying to... Wait, so it's swipe right. Is that a, That's an okay, right? Yeah, swipe right is good. Okay, so... I'm not just trying to see... You know, you wearing skimpy outfits in every single one of your pictures. I mean, obviously, here in the Sunshine State, people like to go to the beach or, you know, enjoy the nice weather. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not the only thing, and if that's, like, your main selling point... To me, that doesn't really prove much quality. No, I get it. You, you want to... But if you are looking for that, yeah. then sure, do that. But if you're asking me, I'm trying to see... I can clearly see what's going on here. I need to know more, you know? Yeah, it's like you, you want... You, as you said, it's a resume. Yep. And you want them to put effort into their resume just as much as you put into yours. Or not necessarily as much, but more than... 
just them being like, hey, I'm hot. You want to know about them. And that's what, you know, a photo can say a thousand words. Mm-hmm. So I get what you're saying on that. And if you're asking good, interesting questions, you want them to also ask good and interesting questions. You want them to match the vibe. Exactly, yeah. Just can you vibe with the person? That's a good way to put it. I feel that. I feel that, dog. Yeah. <laughs> we have any other questions? What is, two-part question. What is the best advice you could give to single people and people in a relationship? Best advice for being single. I'm good at that. Um, so I guess for the best piece of uh, not evidence, uh, best piece of advice for an individual who is single is to really figure out yourself first because you can't really figure out yourself when you're focused when you have your attention focused on another person. So that's really your opportunity to really understand yourself. And that'll only enhance your dating experience because you know yourself better rather than trying to figure it out along the way and then cause a mess down the line. For people dating, uh, this one might might be um, a bit controversial, but I think that people should be able to have more arguments with each other. Not, not fights per se, but you should be able to calmly disagree with people. Yeah. Because if you're just a yes man and you're saying yes to everything, you're agreeing. One, you're not growing. Two, you're not really learning anything new. And you're not kind of expanding your perspective on things, on how to learn things, do things differently. So it's not really... You're basically just being a little bitch. (laughs) That's really what you are at that point. If you're just saying yes to everything. And that's the other thing. is Women want to be told no. Not all the time. But they want a man that's willing to say no. Yeah, because if you disagree on things, then you can like... You can playfully argue about it. It creates banter. Whereas if the guy is just saying yes to everything, you might be like, well, I, I don't know if I'm vibing with this person. They're just agreeing with everything I'm saying. Yeah, and I bet yeah. you and Jimothy get into a lot of arguments like that. <laughs> <laughs> we have good banter. Yeah. <laughs> I always love it when I bring his name up. Your face just glows. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Well, I think that's it, guys. Uh, Steven, any other words of wisdom that you want to bestow on our listeners? If you guys have your own tips, I'm sure we have an email address linked yeah, here. That will be traserossi1992 at gmail.com. That's T-R-A-C-E-R-O-S-S-I. 1992 at gmail.com. Thank you. Gmail. Should probably make a real. Uh, <laughs> I made it. It's in the description. <laughs> oh, do we have an actual? Yes. Oh, don't use that one. That's my personal email. <laughs> All right, what's the email? <laughs> Dating tales and mating fails at gmail.com. That's better. <laughs> use that. Don't just send me email. You know what though? If you want to be one of those ten, send it to me. <laughs> but no dudes. You know who you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Aria, do you have anything left to say? Nope, I think that's it. Okay, I'm going to go try to have a date with this, with this mermaid. So um, <laughs> that's a real thing I'm doing tonight, hopefully. I'm going to get some mermaid puss. Anyway, guys, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for, you know, listening in. It's been a great time. And, you know, just check back. When we put these things out, we want to do it weekly, but I just don't want to publish them. 
Okay. <laughs> Love you guys as always. Bye.